So, I th- man, the next up we have Porgy and Bess, another Miles record, a way different Miles record than Kind of Blue or anything else we'll listen to. Yeah, and, and I wanted to do this because this is one of those records that we always associate with, uh, from a drumming standpoint, I think, of that great Philly Joe solo on Go or Go, 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 whatever that is. That iconic solo, but half of the record or a third of it or something is Jimmy Cobb. And on this... This is uh, it ain't necessarily so, right? That's right. I mean, I love Check like the out. texture that he like. I mean, to me, and going back to listen to this record, I was like, you know, kind of blue. Like these Miles records, they are so well put together. Obviously, you know, this music and these arrangements and the sound of it. But I mean, what Jimmy Cobb did. I mean, it's it's he's it's like he's like the producer and the engineer, like the, the amount that he's just doing to the sound. Of course, the beat and the groove and playing the tunes great, yeah. But what he does to contribute to just the sound of this record, like he should have got a Grammy for being producer of it. Agreed, man. Uh, drummers can affect everything yeah. and good or exactly. bad. Exactly. They can and build <laughs> like, or they can be builders or destroyers. <laughs> and so just listen to how this drummer, Jimmy Cobb, affects this classic track from Miles Davis. It's from Porgy and Best. It ain't necessarily so. It's like a soundscape he's already, you know, putting in there. Wow. That's another Jimmy Cobb thing. That 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 knock on four, yeah. right? That rim that rim shot, chop Woo. chopping the wood on four. And I think you know because of the the uh, Gil Evans dunk, you know that that syncopated Charleston esque horn lines, which are great and repeated. Um, Jimmy Cobb is like staying out of the way of those, but what what he count like you know we talk about the quarter note being so so non affected with dang 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 without too many tatings. But when he does put them in, they're super interesting why they're there at the times that they yep. are. So, you know, like great artists like all great artists in jazz, uh Jimmy Cobb like really focusing in on him and what he's doing and how he's doing is really interesting and rewarded. Rewards the listener. I hope someone sampled him playing that ride cymbal oh too. I'm God. sure, like from from Kind of Blue, you can get enough because that is just one of the best sounds ever recorded. Oh, it's great. Jimmy Cobb playing on the ride cymbal is as good as it gets. And I mean, there's so many great pictures of him. I was looking through some. I don't know if you saw the one I selected for our Spotify playlist of Jimmy Cobb. I did, but I love that one because, like, look at the. To me, that's just like Jimmy Cobb, like his intent and concentration. But but he's so relaxed and like cool and clean looking and dressed well. He but, looks, but he looks obsessed you, with not playing on, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not on the Spotify playlist, it looks like kind of a cross. Maybe he's he's either concentrating on the ride symbol or perhaps him and the ride symbol are in love with each other <laughs> and like having a torrid love affair. Because the, I mean, just by the way it sounds too, it's, yeah. it's, it's just incredible. It's just such a combination of of uh being relaxed and being highly intentioned that 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 really is is the way that he sounds too so i I love that picture 
And it's got a skinny so tie. Next up, Who doesn't love a skinny tie? I love a skinny tie, man. <laughs> next up, we have, uh, this is from Live at the Blackhawk. Hold on your hats, everybody. Oh, this. this is Oleo. Yeah. This is one of the great live recordings ever, by the way. We're going to miles it up for a minute here. Yeah. Oleo from Live at the Blackhawk. Miles Davis, San Francisco, California. Jimmy Cobb. You know, it's like Jimmy Cobb on here when he decides not to play, which is hard when it's swinging that hard on a live situation. But when he decides not to play and then when he plays, I mean, he really had a feel for like he was a bird up in the air looking down on the whole arrangement before it even got there and like structured it out and went in and out of those sections in really cool ways. Because PC's just walking through. I mean, PC knows. He don't know what's going to happen, but he's walking through. It's all good. And Man, the the dotted half note on the hi-hat thing, I know what's coming every time. It still gets me every time. Why does that feel so good at that tempo? I don't know. But he's just putting that three over the the fast four and it's just amazing. Feeling good to Jimmy Cobb's drumming is wrong, then I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, too. That recording, the Blackhawk stuff, yeah. that to me, those are some of the best live jazz recordings ever because it feels, I think it's hard to capture how good the music can be live. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I'm really missing lately, man, uh, being locked down as long as we have been yeah. now is hearing live jazz, not even when I'm playing, but just going to hear other people who can really sway. Right. And like that feeling of freedom yeah. and that, in, you know, <laughs> inspiration. Oh dude, there's nothing better than that. This recording, I think captured it as good or better than any other recording. in the I history agree. Of jazz. I agree. I mean, plug yeah. nickel. I mean, it's funny how these all comes down to like miles recordings, but plug nickel's great, but it's different. It's different. It's a different, it kind feels of- a little more like reserved almost yeah. or something. Not even, not musically, yeah. but like the, the, the vibe, right? This feels like, it's a banging night. Yeah. The crowd is lit. Yeah. Everybody's ready to go. Let's do yeah. it. I like uh, yeah. Live at Carnegie Hall, too. That's another one. You know, with that orange cover, that's another good live yeah. from around this period. Um, mm. And then, of course, My Funny Valentine, a great, great live record. But I think, you know, during the pandemic period, partly, yeah, it's that we're not playing, we're not experiencing live music, but it's also that I, I know you and I, and I think a lot of folks are actually listening more and more intently. Yeah to live yeah. and all the recordings so that makes us miss it even more like we're more in tune to because we actually are hearing live music these unbelievable recordings and stuff whereas not that we took it for granted before but this is all we have right now and so uh it's it's going to be great to go experience in something like this i'm so glad i saw jimmy Cobb a year and a half ago here too and say i mean what a blessing to be able oh, to man. hear him once again live well you were talking about textures earlier and this next track that we have another miles davis this will be our last miles davis yeah. unfortunately yeah. but this is the title track from someday my prince will come and to me again you know his presence on this track it i mean everybody makes it but he really makes it something special you know he, yeah he helps elevate it to uh, to real art and we wanted to put this in too because even like on the oleo we just listened to that was a totally different kind of you know straight brushes swinging up tempo yeah 
kind of feel. I mean, you know, he had these basic patterns and feels that he would do that that would make you know it was Jimmy Cobb, and then he would change it up based upon obviously what was happening, you know, interacting. But this one is kind of sort of one of his most, uh, one of his most, we keep saying one of his great, you know, that's the thing. He had so many outsized things, but what he does to establish the tone and the sound of this arrangement at the beginning, I don't think anybody else could have done it and it would have ended up being this, this, this special, you know, but it's truly iconic. Someday My Prince Will Come from the album Someday My Prince Will Come from Miles Davis, Jimmy Cobb. transition from almost like uh you know pc and jimmy cobb had like they have the discipline of like the best funk players in that like there was just a lot of just straight quarter notes like precision but with that kind of tone on the bell of the cymbal and then just like that f perfectly in tune f that pc just boom 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 with you know with a resonant tone but you know a lot of times the jazz players were like now you know or like bing ding you know no it's just like to have the confidence and the state of mind to just be like lay it down uh and then that gave a lot of license to winton kelly of course to do some really nice rhythmic things with the comping over that intro and 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 you know. i mean you got a nice groove going why why lay off it? that's right keep it, that's keep right. it happening and then the transition I mean? to the brushes and then back to the symbol oh, i mean it's man. like you know there's a lot of ways that can be done but it's, it's very hard to do it perfectly and and to, to not have it regimented god bless winton kelly too yeah man Man. So we'll go out today on a more modern recording. This is Joey D. Francesco from Wonderful, Wonderful Old Folks. Why'd you choose this? Well, Peter? I wanted to get something kind of, you know, within the last 10 years or so, because like I say, I, I really think that Jimmy Cobb, a lot of times when, and look, we, we, we took a bunch of stuff from the 50s and 60s, <laughs> not that I'm looking, but, you know, part of it was like I heard him live quite a, you know, a fair number of times over the years, and he always had that thing. And so like when you do, when you record on such iconic, albums and you're such a big part of that early in your career a lot of times it's it's like not that you're forgotten but you're so much known for that but this is just kind of proof that he kept his thing going and it's just an interesting thing and i was proud of myself for finding it because this is joey d on trumpet 
And, mm. you know, this is another track from Someday My Prince Will Come, and it's kind of a cool thing what he did on it, because I love the, the version of Old Folks, but it's pretty amazing what Joey does. But Jimmy Cobb, this is about him, and this is his thing. So rest in peace, Jimmy Cobb. Thank you for That's everything right. that you provided uh, for us for now and for generations to come, and, and um, thank you. And until tomorrow, you'll hear it. Uh-huh.